you're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions 8, the Google Ads agency. What was given to me was more or less a template that I think will work for anybody, any business. If you're not sure about how to build awareness, move people from awareness to consideration, and then move people from consideration to purchase, that's all we're talking about here. How do you make people aware of you, your offer, your brand, your problem, um, your solution? And then once you've done that, how do you give people the ability to evaluate? The Band-Aid got ripped off in about the last 18 months. And so we're all kind of struggling with what's the full funnel paradigm. I want to teach you something that I learned yesterday that is absolutely brilliant. First, for proper citation, shout out to my buddy Calvin Corelli, CEO of Simplero. He's the one that taught me this. And I'm calling it the holy grail of marketing funnels, which was actually my friend Amanda Dobson's name after I told her. So a lot of kudos and props in this video. What I love about this is because we're all Google Ads people, even if you're a marketing person, if you've lived inside of the Google Ads realm, you've been spoiled by the bottom of the funnel. And what's interesting about that is the top of the funnel is becoming more and more and more important. And it's becoming more important for multivariant reasons. The loss of data, the iOS 14 update, the deluge of traffic, increased competition, the dilution of the impact of an impression, the fact that we don't need seven touches, we need 500, et cetera, et cetera. You have to go full funnel. And what's funny about that is while that's been true for some time, the Band-Aid got ripped off in about the last 18 months. And so we're all kind of struggling with What's the full funnel paradigm? And for some of you like hardcore full funnel marketers, you already have this locked down. Great, good for you. I didn't. And we've been figuring out how our funnel functions. And what was given to me was more or less a template that I think will work for anybody, any business. And so if you're not sure about how to build awareness, move people from awareness to consideration, and then move people from consideration to purchase, that's all we're talking about here. How do you make people aware of you, your offer, your brand, your problem, your solution. And then once you've done that, how do you give people the ability to evaluate you, your offer, your brand, your problem? And that's all full funnel marketing is. That's all it is. And this is not a glitch. I'm interrupting the video you're watching because I need to remind you that I'm always looking for people to join our team. So if you're passionate about Google Ads and you want to work with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, please go to solate.com forward slash apply. Speaking of working with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, if you're having trouble with Google Ads and you want professional help, that's what we do. You can go to solate.com, that's S-O-L-8.com to apply for your free, no obligation action plan. And if I've given you any level of value at all, maybe think about giving me a thumbs up and subscribing to our channel. That's how we juice the YouTube algorithm so they actually know that I know what I'm talking about. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or confessions, hit me below in the comments. And now, back to your regularly scheduled program. Here's what I've got. This is the beginning of a funnel, and I'm hiding the rest of it so you can't see ahead. But what you're going to do at the top of the funnel is you're going to define the seven deadly sins. And the seven deadly sins are in relation to whatever it is you happen to be marketing. So this could be service-specific. So I could do the seven deadly sins of Google ads or the seven deadly sins of Google ads for e-com specifically. The more niche down you get, the more effective this messaging is going to be. But this is awesome for a number of reasons. Number one, the seven deadly sins is, this is an archetypal narrative that's in the back of at least every person with a Western cultural background knows what this is. And y'all, I can't tell you how important it is to evoke those types of narratives because it doesn't require any explaining. You're going literally to a religious construct and you're saying, hey, you know how important this is to the rest of life? Well, let me apply this to this little thing that we might be interested in. And depending on the audience that you're going after, it might be the seven deadly sins in relation to the solution, but it might also be the seven deadly sins in relation to the problem. So let's say you're a chiropractor, but you know you're going after people that might not necessarily be readily accessible to chiropractic care yet. You could actually do the seven deadly sins of back pain 
or of curing back pain. And then within the seven deadly sins, you break it up. You literally do seven. You do seven. And it's like, hey, here's why non-invasive surgery isn't as all it's cracked up to be, for instance. Or here's why you have to be real careful with certain types of medication. You know, the one pill of Bayer nukes your gut microbiome or whatever. The other thing I like about this is, is for the marketer, it makes it easy. It puts it in a box. You know, here's what you need. You need seven videos, really. So you're going to define the seven deadly sins for your offer. And remember that you're defining that in a way that approaches the prospect in the right manner. If people are already problem aware and they're looking for a solution, then your seven deadly sins can be about the solution. If people are not yet problem aware, or they maybe are problem aware, but they might be, let's say, repelled by the solution or the solution is inaccessible to them, then you want to do the seven deadly sins as it relates to the problem. That's the, the marketing strategy. That's up to you. But I'm giving you the framework here is how to build the funnel. So you're going to do your seven deadly sins and you're going to do one video on each. Here's what's cool. When you run that traffic, you're going to start to see what resonates with people from a narrative perspective. And you're going to see, because really the seven deadly sins in a lot of ways, these are objections. These are objections that people would have to solving this problem. And when you run all seven of the videos, statistically speaking, two are going to end up being viable. And you're going to start seeing which two objections are most powerful for your audience or for the audience that you happen to be targeting. And so it accomplishes multiple goals. It helps build awareness. It does so in a multifaceted way with the library of media that gives you the opportunity to touch people with different messaging. And that, by the way, I think is what we're missing. So often with split testing, we're split testing the intro or the way we say something, but this allows you to split test the approach in a safe confine that still speaks to the same end result. So top of the funnel, seven deadly sins. You run video ads specifically. It doesn't have to necessarily just be video, but you run ads. So here we've got our seven videos. One, two, three, four, five. Just make sure I did that right. So these are representative of your seven videos. You can tell that I'm not a graphic designer at all. I built this two seconds before I started shooting. So forgive me. When you've run these videos, what you're doing is you're waiting for engagement. You don't move down the funnel until you've identified engagement. Now, some people, some avatars, some prospects, some audiences are going to engage at different points. So, you know, somebody might engage and, and by engage, by the way, this is you get to decide what this means, truly. But it's I think watches either the video in its entirety, if it's short or watches enough of the video so that you know that they receive the message. And these are lines of demarcation that you can define within whatever advertising network you're using. But once somebody's fully engaged with a video and we actually now have engaged viewers, I mean, this is a data point that you're offered. And only then do you move down until they've been fully engaged. You keep sending them to separate videos and at a certain point they're going to drop out. And you can do this inside of YouTube with pillars. You can actually just upload all seven and let Google kind of figure it out. Or this isn't Google specific either. I mean, this could, I think, be a very viable Facebook strategy, to be honest with you. But I'll leave the split testing mechanism to you. Once you're done with your seven deadly sins, we move down the funnel and we drop to the 10 commandments. And again, it's so brilliant. All oh, this is why it's called the Holy Grail, by the way. And again, shout out to Amanda. It's so smart. And I didn't come up with any of this. This is all stolen. I'm just giving it to you since it was stolen and given to me. The Ten Commandments require no explanation. So you're doing yourself such a favor. There's such a service to the conversation because you don't have to bring in this whole new pedagogical construct and explain somebody your industry from the ground up. It's like, oh, here are the seven deadly sins. And okay, remember what I said about the seven deadly sins. Those are the objections. The Ten Commandments, those end up being the things that actually attract them to your product, your service, your brand, your company, or whatever. And the top of the funnel is you're identifying the problem, the middle of the funnel, this is consideration, consideration, evaluation, whatever term you want to use, awareness, top of the funnel, middle of the funnel is consideration. So in the 10 commandments, what you're doing is you're telling them the things that absolutely positively have to happen as it relates to your product, your company, your brand, your service, whatever. 
So as a Google Ads agency, I'm going to say, hey, you have to track conversions properly. For the first commandment of Google Ads is conversion tracking. And then I'd give you a little bit more about that. Don't just track in analytics, track in Google Tag Manager, and then reconcile between the two. Have a third-party source of truth, attribution, blah, 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 blah. And then I move on to number two, and then number three, and number four. And that might be a little bit too granular for some prospects. In this particular instance, I'm assuming this is a person that actually is running Google Ads, knows Google Ads, wants help. But maybe I zoom out, and maybe it's the Ten Commandment of driving traffic. And I talk about how, hey, until you have a model that's been proven as far as an offer that's been proven, I'd actually caution you against driving traffic, that type of thing. So again, you can see here where we contextualize based off of who you know your audience to be. You have this really phenomenal framework. So you do the exact same thing you did with the 10 deadly sins, and now you have your 10 commandments. And your 10 commandments means 10 videos. You have your 10 videos, and you take the audience that you've been putting your 10 deadly sins in front of, anybody who's engaged, now gets dropped into this sequence of videos. And you can split test these videos across those people. They've already raised their hand and said, hey, we're interested in this problem or solution, depending on how you approach them. So their awareness has been created. You're going to move them down to evaluation. And you're going to do the exact same thing. Once they're in the evaluation stage, you're going to wait to see which one of these videos resonates. And what's really cool about this is you can actually start to, if you wanted to, you could start to dictate what they see based off of the video that's resonating with them because the 10 commandments are all going to be value-based. There's that whole marketing trope and cliche where features tell benefits sell. So you're giving yourself the opportunity to position yourself as a thought leader. You're defining the rules for your entire industry with the seven deadly sins and the 10 commandments, but behind each of these is a benefit. And that benefit leads to features and features are what people pay for. So they go from seven deadly sins down to 10 commandments and from 10 commandments, then you position your offer. Easy breezy, lemon squeezy, the holy grail of funnels. It's so simple. It's so simple, but that's why I think it's so good because it takes all the pressure off of you of how to figure out how to define an entire funnel. This is it. And with your seven deadly sins, that's a power page, by the way, an easy power page. It's social content for sure. It's probably a podcast episode if you want it to be. It could be a video like this one, a larger overarching video. I'm not just talking about the advertisements now because here's what's going to happen. And this is what Calvin and I discussed. When people are seeing the seven deadly sins, and you want to outline them that way too, by the way, deadly sin number two, when they, they're like, oh, well, gosh, I've seen number two and number five. What are, you know, one, three, four, et cetera. So you're going to track the right prospect is going to be really interested in this context or this content. And you're going to be putting it inside of a framework that they're actually going to want to be able to fill in the gaps. And so make sure that this content becomes accessible elsewhere. I think this is the best full funnel content model I've ever seen in my entire life. And what's cool about it is you're going to start to map their path to purchase. You're going to be able to see like, gosh, people are really resonating with that seventh sin. And then from there, it's the fourth commandment. And I wouldn't do this right away, but you can begin adjusting the offer based off of the narratives that you're seeing. And this equips you to talk to people in a way that you know resonates with them. Anyway, I just thought this was so cool. I was really grateful to Calvin for sharing it with me. I wanted to share it with you. And that's all I got. I shoot a video every day. So like, comment, subscribe, and I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads Podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions 8 at sol8.com. Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep 
no cost or obligation. Head over to Solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's S-O-L-8.com. S-O-L, the number eight, dot com.